0: Sanandi Show, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Millie Bruce, Roy Glenn, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll. Amos Sanandi. Missed it nicer to see large Or Kingfish speaking
1: George
0: Oh, oh, oh
1: Hello, Honor George, what's your sign on the
0: door? In conference Uh, Well, I was in conference, Honor My uh, conscious mind Was talking to my subconscious mind And I went unconscious That's
2: (laughs)
1: Go downtown and get that job I told you about this morning. That was a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, well, I phoned the players and invited the man out here to interview me and he wouldn't come.
1: <laughs> George, I'm getting sick and tired of you missing these opportunities. They only knock once.
0: Well, yeah, well, when they knock hard enough, I'll let them in.
1: Okay? <laughs> George, you done passed up every opportunity since we got married. Yeah,
0: well, I uh, wish we I'd passed that one up, too. What? I didn't say nothing. I didn't say
1: nothing. Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it, and I'm going to do something
0: about it. Well, all right, smarty fans. I'll give you a full charge opportunity.
2: If
0: you want to be the master of the house? Go ahead and try it. You take charge around
1: here. Well, I will try it, and I'll be a better master than you are because you're just a no-good, loafing, lazy... Oh, hello, Amos. Well, uh, hello,
0: Sapphire. I hope I ain't busting in on nothing here. Oh, no, Brother Amos. Uh, we were just having a little tete-a-tete. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you way down the hall. <laughs> well, she was speaking a little louder than I was.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I ought to knock, because there's a sign on the door saying, In conference. Well, I always put that on the door when my wife calls on me. <laughs> we might have been kissing, you know, a little billing and cooing and stuff like that.
1: Well, George, darling.
0: Oh, uh, yes, sweetheart. I will
1: take care of opportunities
0: in the future. Oh, uh, yes, my love.
1: Goodbye, Amos. So long.
0: Oh, close the door, will you,
1: honey?
0: <laughs> Is the door still on the hinges, Amos? Uh... Uh, say, Kingfish, uh, that fella that moved next door to me is out in the hall, and I thought he might make a good member for the lodge. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about him. Bring him on in here. Uh, come on in, Miss Jackson. Uh, right this way. Miss Jackson, I'd like to have you meet Mr. George Stevens. He's the big head of the lodge known as the Kingfish. Well, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> see you as well, I man. look a little over,
2: too. i <laughs> yeah, glad
0: to know you. Well, I'll leave you two here. It'll be nice to have you in the lodge, Miss Jackson. See you later. Goodbye, Miss Jackson. Uh, goodbye, Amos. Well, let me show you around the place, Mr. Jackson. Oh, uh, fine. I'd like to see it. Of uh, course. I won't apologize, but it looks about large at the present time. With the loose plaster and stuff. Uh, you see, we was going to have a wrecking company come in and tear down the building, but then we decided to let it wreck itself and then put up money.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: we were thinking of starting around February. Uh, might have to start in January. Uh, now, uh... Uh, over this way. Now, uh, this room here is our rumpus room. Sure, look at it. The furnace is all busted, the rug is all torn, and that window over there is all smashed. Well, I guess they had a rumpus here, there.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, step over here, Miss Jackson, to this other one. Uh, this is our recreation room. This is mm-hmm. where we recreate, right in here. Hmm, uh, there we is. Uh, see the pool table there and everything? Yeah, but one of the legs is missing. The table's much lower at that end. Yeah, well, Miss Jackson, the shorter brothers player that end, you see. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Miss Jackson, uh, just step around the rubbish, there, and we'll go back into my office. All it? right, all right. Yeah, the place is usually much neater than this, but it ain't been clean since our janitor done got married. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to come back last week, but he wanted to see his son graduate from high school. You know. <laughs> Yeah, well now, Miss Jackson, about you joining the lodge? Well, I think I'd like to join. I'm a stranger in town, and this would be a nice way to meet people. Yeah, well that's fine, but we is pretty particular about our members. A mm-hmm. member is admitted solely on the basis of his uh, character, background, and integrity. And if he ain't got that, he got to have ten dollars in cash. <laughs> well, I hope I can qualify in both departments. Here's my $10, and here's the application that Amos gave me. Oh, that's fine. Now, uh, you been working in Harlem? No, no, I've been homesteading in Alaska. Homesteading? Mm. Is that so? I read about that homestead stuff. And you know, the United States government will give any citizen 160 acres of land in Alaska, provided he stays on the land seven months a year for three years, and develops it. Hmm, and you've done that, huh? Oh, yes, you know, there's a lot of oil in Alaska, too. And they found oil near my property. And I sold it for $40,000. Mm, got it for nothing and sold it for 40000 That's almost 100% profit, right? <laughs> uh, tell me this, Mr. Jackson. Will the government give it to anybody? Anybody that will go up there. Uh, I don't want to go myself because my skin is allergic to cold weather, you see. <laughs> I wonder if I could send somebody and split the profit with them. I see nothing wrong with it. That's up to the two of you. Uh, it's cold up there, it? Oh, yes. Well, just before I left I read in the paper that one fella took his heat out the doors and froze his ear off. Mm. Is that so? <laughs> well, Miss Jackson, we're gonna act on your application as soon as I read your references. But paying the ten dollars in cash that overshadows everything. <laughs> uh the truth of the matter is, if this bill ain't counterfeit, you is in. That's why I thank you. Thank you, Mr. Stevens. Let me hear from you. Good day. Uh goodbye, Miss Jackson. Hey, that Alaska deal. Hmm. man froze his ears off. Hello there, Kingfish. Oh, uh, Brother Andy, uh, stand right by your ears a second. Put your hand over your ears, will you? There he is. What's the idea? Hmm. You even look better without ears. Yeah,
2: come
0: on. <laughs> uh, uh, sit down, Brother Andy. I've got the greatest opportunity for you that you've ever had in your life. Uh, it's a chance for you to leave Harlem. Yeah, well, this cold weather sure got me. I want to go south. Brother I have going to all the trouble of working out the deal. Me and you split 50, 50 You is going to homestead in Alaska. That's what you're going to do. Homestead in Alaska? Yeah, the government will give you 160 acres with oil on it. You live there for three years, sell it at a profit, and we split $40,000 in cold cash. Cold is right. <laughs> Somebody told me it was so cold in Alaska that the Eskimos go to Iceland for the winter. <laughs> No, no, that's why you're wrong. The weather there is mild. You see, the Gulf Stream comes from the Suez Canal, goes through the Amazon River, mixes with the hot backwash of the Mississippi, and cuts through the Panama Canal, makes a beeline for Alaska, which is 3,000 miles as the cold swim. That's it you mean you got to get out in the Gulf Stream up there to keep warm? No, no. The hot air from the Gulf Stream billions off of the Pacific Ocean blows right into Alaska through the Aleutian Islands. The kind of a <laughs> it, It's the kind of a cold that we call a uh, warm cold. <laughs> Is the government giving away any land in Florida? <laughs> Uh, and uh, Alaska is the healthiest place in the world to live. Did you realize that here in New York last year, thirty-six thousand five hundred ninety-six people died. Boy, that's a lot. I'll see, but in Admok, Alaska, only thirteen people died last year. Yeah. The two was left will move to Fairbanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Kingfish, ain't that the place where the nights and days is each six months long? Yeah, that's right. So when you come right down to it, you'll only be there three days and three nights, you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I could go hunting up there, too. Oh, yeah, polar bears, penguins, might even shoot a few igloos. <laughs> yeah, igloos? Yeah. yeah, small animal with horns. Looks something like a cantaloupe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Say,
0: you know, this Alaska thing sounds kind of good. This might be the making of my future. I'll go, Kingfish. Say, by the way, uh, do it rain much up there? Oh, no, ain't it no rain at all? You just lay there on your back in the warm breeze. You see a few little clouds up above you there, kind of ruffling there through the blue. You'll be saying, You're going to be coming around. i bet
2: I'll bet you that I get up You wait and see. Wait and see. Sooner or later, you'll wanna be hanging around. I let you. I'll bet you if I let you.
0: a knock on my door, you did it before, matter of factly I don't know exactly when, but sooner or later you're gonna be coming around,
2: and want my loving again,
0: Shorty, the reason I is here is because I understand that you was an outdoor man.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors. But, but, but it was so dangerous, though. There, there, there I was, all alone in the woods, faced windstorms and howling blizzards, no shelter, no water, no place to lay down, no food. Yeah,
0: well, how'd you manage to live?
3: Oh, I had unemployment insurance. <laughs> uh,
0: but, but, uh... But, Shorty, uh, tell me this. Uh,
3: on the level. Has you ever been hunting? Oh, so, Andy. I've been a lot of hunting. The last trip I was on, I, I was hunting for three days. I, I went miles to the east, miles to the west, miles to the north. So what
0: were you hunting for?
3: The way back, I was lost. <laughs>
0: Listen, Shorty, I don't think you're gonna be much help to me. You don't know nothing about outdoors.
3: Oh, sure I do, Andy. I'll never forget one time when I was in the woods and I had a can of beans. A can of beans? Yeah, and I wanted to light a fire. Do you know how I done it?
0: Oh, Joe, sure. even a boy scout knows that. You rub two matches together.
3: <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't have no matches.
0: Well, then you use your cigar lighter.
3: Oh, I, I didn't have no cigar lighter.
0: Then you were showing sure a fix, wasn't you?
3: Not me. I wasn't in no fix. What do you mean? I love cold beans. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, listen, Shorty.
3: Oh.
0: I can't stay i got to be running along.
3: Well, now, wait a minute, Here, here. Uh, here here's her old National Geographic magazine with some pictures of Alaska. Take it along with
0: you. Well, thanks, Uh and shorty, in case I don't see you before I leave for Alaska, so long. Uh,
3: goodbye, Andy. Uh, for your trip to Alaska, Andy, uh, I'll give you my best wish. Uh, i give you my congratulations. Uh, i give you my blessing. Uh, i give you my long underwear. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, this Alaska uh, thing going to be great for me, you know. yeah then uh, I've been working on the thing for you. Tell me this. Is it going to be too cold up there? Oh, think? no, no. The days is only 30 degrees below zero. Uh, of course, them nights get a little chilly. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Why would you outplay safe and take a light, light top coat with me? Uh a top coat ain't going to be enough. Well, then, after you get there, if you find out you need it, you might get yourself a mink hat and a mink-lined coat. A mink-lined coat? I hear there is expensive. Oh, of course it's expensive here. Yeah. But up there, you cut out the retailer, the wholesaler cuts out the jobber. You definitely leaves out the middle man. Yeah, but then how does I get it? You deals direct with the mink. <laughs> Tell me this, too. How was I going to get up to Alaska? Well, now, there's a lot of ways, and if you go by automobile, I go downtown and get on 42nd Street and head west. Just don't forget to make a right turn when you get to Seattle. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, just a minute, Andy. Look here, I got our atlas here of the world. Yeah. Here's the atlas of North America right here with everything on it. The oceans and all. Oh yeah, that map shows everything. Yeah. Hey, what's them straight lines running across and up and down? Oh, there's uh new highways, Andy. No, it ain't. Now wait a minute. Does here say longitude, this one here is latitude forty five. Yeah, that that's latitude boulevard, you see there? It goes right across, they call it route number forty five. Yeah, they sure bend them straight nowadays, don't they? Uh, I noticed that this one cuts right across the middle of Lake Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you got a bridge going across there now. You go right over there. Say, look here. I want to be sure to make that turn to Seattle because this road goes right out in the ocean. Uh, Oh, I tell you, Andy. Uh, don't worry about the ride. Uh, uh, you will enjoy sitting in the back seat of a lumber dean looking at the scenery going first class. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. Oh, sure. But I wouldn't carry too much stuff because people don't like hitchhikers with a lot of baggage.
2: <laughs>
0: no, I'll just have the top coat and I'll see the mink when I get there. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you was all set then. Yeah, well, wait a minute here. I got this magazine about Alaska that's to give me. I ain't looked at that yet. Yeah, what is this thing here? Let me see the thing. Open it up there. Yeah. Uh, see, it got pictures of Alaska in yeah, there. Yeah, let's see the thing let's go ahead. Let's see here. Hmm. Kingfish, I ain't going. Well, now we'll merge you, Andy. It? It's all off, Kingfish. Look at this. It say here, uh, Alaska. Last outpost of the frigid north. And look at them icebergs there. And them ain't icebergs, them is the white cliffs of Dover, you know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If that's Dover, it's got a lot of seals laying all over it. Yeah, always has them over there. Now, take it easy, then No, it? you take it easy. I ain't going. Well, now, wait a minute. You can't do that to me. I done made an application for you, paid $16 of my own money. Well, I ain't going. Yeah, well, I'll see my lawyer and find out if you're going or not. <laughs> Hello, Gabby.
1: Oh, come in, Kate Fish. Yeah, uh,
0: tell me this. Do you know anything about Alaska? Alaska? Alaska's noted for its fine food. Every day for lunch I have a delicacy direct from Alaska. Yes, it comes right from Alaska. Oh, uh, what's that? Eskimo pie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, Gabby, I am splendid mad with Andy, and what I want to know is after Andy has done agree to go to Alaska, shake hands with him, make the deal to split $40,000 with me, and then back down, can I force Andy to go to Alaska? What a question, what a question. A child would know the answer to that, a mere child. Yeah, but what is the answer? How should I know? I ain't no child. <laughs> Uh, look, uh, Gabby, uh, I, I'm going to get some action. Can you make an application for a warrant for Andy? Yes, indeed. Let me get my hat and cool I'll go over and have a legal paper typed up. i have a typewriter for oh, you. Where you, you got it? it? Over at the shop. Has he got a public sea novel over there? <laughs> no, he got my typewriter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gabby, how can I make Andy go to Alaska? He thinks it's cold shit and barren up there. Oh, I got an idea, Kingfish. What a pretty, you know, and get him to make up some, some of these fake travel folders. A fake travel folder. Make everything very attractive. Make it look like California and Florida. Say, I know just a printer that will print them for me. That will make me go to Alaska and homestead. Now hold on, I there, say, there's just one thing that bothers me
1: about this thing. It really bothers me. Ain't you ashamed of yourself, sending your best man up that cold country
0: where he's going to suffer for three years, and then when he gets back, you're going to take halfway his money? Yeah, well, that'll keep the boy out of trouble. After all, with forty thousand dollars in his pocket, Andy would be tossing his money away on flashy clothes, shiny automobiles, wine, women, and song. How would that be? <laughs> Lovely, lovely. Great, my friend over at the printing shop suddenly fixed me up with these fake folders. He got Alaska connecting like California. Oh, uh, come in, Brother Ender. Hello, Kingfish. Well, what you got there? Oh, the Alaska Chamber of Commerce sent me down some of the new folders. I see they're having another balmy spell there. Yeah, uh, let me see the folder. Hey, look at the picture there. It says beautiful, warm Alaska. Hmm, they got palm trees up there with coconuts on them, ain't they? Oh, them ain't coconuts. Them is heat blisters. <laughs> This picture here of the bathing beauty sitting around the swimming pool there. When was this picture took? In the day of the winter, Andrew. Well, don't, don't them gals get cold with just bathing suits on? Oh, no, they use the heavy makeup. I think it's Max Factor's Iceberg Pancake Number 10. <laughs> No foolin', Is there stores up there to buy that kind of stuff? Oh sure, ain't you ever heard of Saks Alaska? And uh, <laughs> then if you dig down under the glaciers, there's Macy's Arctic Basement. Already oh, got the stores there. Yes. Uh, well, what else did the folder say? There? Look here, it says, "Come to Alaska, land of enchantment, beautiful climate, high wages, beautiful homes, rent cheap, free utilities, and jobs plentiful." Yeah, well, you know this folder on Alaska is so convincing. But I don't know if I can afford to live up there. Things might be expensive. Oh, Alaska's one of the cheapest places in the world to live, Andy. You see, they don't use money up there like we use down here. They don't? No. What do they use in place of money? Fish. Fish? Yeah. Well, don't that make your pocketbook kind of smelly? (laughs) Oh, no, no, they use fresh fish. The bank gets a new load every morning, doesn't it? Well, just the same, I'd hate to go to sleep at night with my money under my pillow. Uh, well, all the big Eskimo millionaires do it. One millionaire, though, had a tough break last spring. What was that? His bank account went up the river to spawn. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I still don't understand that thing, sir. Now, look here. Say, for example, I won't buy shirts. You mean I just hand a man a fish? Hey, that's right. You hand him a salmon, and he gives you back three mackerels changed, that's all. It <laughs> four mackerels, All depends on the price of the shirt. Yeah, but suppose I want to buy a package of cigarettes. I can't put a salmon in no cigarette machine. No, no, they use sardines for that, there. Okay? <laughs> well, oh, you don't have no trouble at all, Andy. And the beauty of using fish for money is that even after you was broke, you still smell like you've got money. <laughs> Kingfish, this is a wonderful folder here. I was going to Alaska, all right. Can I have this folder? Oh, sure. I've got plenty more of them at home. Yeah, and I just thought of something too. Oh, uh, what's that, old pal? The day I leave for Alaska, I better get all my money changed into fish, cause I want to have plenty of cash when I arrive there. Oh, yeah. Well, look here. I got a suitcase in the next office that somebody left here. Wait a minute. I'll go and get it, and you can use the suitcase. Oh boy, this folder of Alaska show is great. I'm going to like it up there. Hello.
1: Hey, say, is the kingfish
0: there? No, not right this second.
1: Well, this is Joe over the Williams Spring Company. I made him up some fake folders on Alaska yesterday. He wanted to play a joke on a guy. I was just wondering how it worked out.
0: Fake folders on Alaska, huh? huh mm-hmm. Yeah. They worked out fine. They did,
2: huh? <laughs> well, goodbye.
0: That's... Dirty, double-crossing dog. Well, here's the suitcase, here, Brother Anna, and I'll bring you another one of them folders when I get home. Listen, Kingfish, I'm going to get out of here before I bust you in the nose. I done found out that you had them Alaska folders printed up yourself. Well, now wait a minute, Andy. Trying to get me to go up to Alaska, showing me bathing girls and palm trees, a lot of stuff about easy jobs. Oh, a brother, Andy. Oh no, you wouldn't go up there yourself in that shivering cold place for three years, but you let me go. Yeah, well, I saw, it, Andy, but you. Well, saw it. I ain't going. You ain't nothing but a low down chiseling bum. Well, now wait a minute, Andy. You can't do this to me. I has done spent sixteen dollars with the government. When I filed your application, I want my money back. Okay. The next time I see, I'll give you a couple of mackerel. That's you,
2: Joan?
0: Yes, it's me. Yeah.
1: Oh, you look upset about something,
0: George. Uh, sure, I was upset. I spent a lot of money on a big business deal with Andy, and the whole thing fell through.
1: Oh, well, cheer up. I got some good news for you. Well,
0: I could use some good news.
1: Well, George, I gave up the apartment here and sold all our furniture.
0: Well, what is the big idea?
1: I saw that travel photo. I bought tickets, and we're leaving for Alaska. Oh. <laughs>
0: Mr. Andy has come to you through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.